Luke chapter 19. If you can and you would, I'd invite you to stand while we read God's Word. Luke chapter 19 and verse 41. It says, And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it, saying, If thou hadst known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. Thank you. You may be seated. <clears throat> As I consider this passage, there was something said the other evening that put this thought on my heart. Brother Logan and I were talking. We were saying our goodbyes. And uh, he said, when are you coming through our country again? And I said, I don't know. He said, well, if it's any time soon, he said, I want you to block out some time and come by and see me. And I've been thinking about that. And the thought that I've had on my mind is, there is no way if I went close to their house that I would not go by and visit them. There's no possible way. If I was in their part of the country, I would be way out of my way. I would have gone too far to turn back. I would go see my friends and those I love. I would visit them. And here, Jesus is telling the city, he's, he's looking over Jerusalem for the last time. He spent three and a half years almost preaching to them and loving them, being around them, and they didn't recognize him at all. He had been in their presence and in their midst. They had been around him. They had listened to him. They had seen his works, and they took it for granted, and he was looking at them for the last time, and he was saying, if you'd only known, if you'd only known, and he was crying over them, and he said, I love you, and I've come too far I visited you. I want you to know I love you. And I've done all of this for you. If you'd only known that least in, at least in this thy day, this is your day. You're alive today. I've been around you today. If you'd only known what belongs to your peace. He had come to give them peace. He wanted them to have it. And he wanted them to know him and who he was. Because he came from the Father. He came because his Father loved them. And he sent his only begotten Son for them. And God loves you, friend. He sent his Son for you. If you had only known the day that you had, he has been by this place time and again. And he's looking at Jerusalem for the last time. I'm not saying it's the last time that the Lord will be here around you at Calvary Baptist. I don't know that. But I do know that in this setting, he was weeping over the city and he was telling them his heart was going out to them and he was expressing his love for them as, as he had time and again. And as he looks over the city, he says, they're hid from you. You don't see it. Look in verse 44. The last phrase. He said that destruction's going to come. That's, uh, that's verses 43 and 44. But the last phrase of verse 44, he said, Because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. And I've been thinking about if I went way out of my way to go to a place that, of people that I love, I would go visit them. Uh, it's hard for me. 
whenever we go over toward Kentucky or North Carolina, there's so many people there that we've met and we love and we like to visit. It's hard to squeeze everybody in, but you want to and you want to visit everybody that you know while you're there. Hey, you understand that. Some of you have family that live elsewhere. And uh, when you go and you visit your loved ones, uh, you want to go see them. And you want to visit them and let them know, I'm thinking about you. i come a long way and I want to visit you. I think about y'all kids, uh, Brother John and Miss Nancy. I think if you visit uh, way out, where are they now? North Carolina, is that where they are? Yeah, if you go that way, you visit them because you love them. You want them to know I'm going out of my way to see you. And that's what the Lord has done. He's gone out of his way. He's telling Jerusalem here, I love you. And I've gone out of my way time and again to be around you. You don't recognize me, but I love you. And it broke his heart that they didn't recognize him. And I've been thinking about you the past couple of days, Calvary Baptist Church. I see your faces. I remember the stories that you've told me. I've read the records. I know where uh, you come from. I've seen the, the record of what God has done. Some of you are still eyewitnesses to that, and you've been here for a long time. Don't you recognize who's been around here? Do you know why you're here today? Because the Lord passed by, and when he passed by, he went out of his way. You say, that, that was yesterday. Yesterday has affected today. Yes. Do you know why you're here today? Because of yesterday. But you can't live on yesterday. Well, it ain't like it once was, but today is what it is because of yesterday. And do you not realize that today is going to dictate tomorrow? Tomorrow. What's going to be tomorrow? Whatever's today is going to affect we need to quit looking at yesterday. The Lord has carried nobody into heaven who has a face painted one, or pointed one way and toes pointed the other. He never does do that. He says, a man who's put his hand in the plow looking back is not fit for the kingdom. Hey, you need to remember yesterday. We're here today because of that. But we're going somewhere. And today is going to determine tomorrow. Well, it ain't like it once was, and it never will be again. But today is going to be tomorrow. I'm reminded when they rebuilt the temple the second time, when Zerubbabel was sent back, and uh, Ezra rebuilt the temple, and Nehemiah rebuilt the wall, and Haggai, after they were in the land for some 10 or 15 years, they started, they laid the foundation of the temple, but they all got busy at home. Every man went to his own house, and they let the house of the Lord stand in waste. And Haggai, 75 years old, that brother John name. And, and the Lord said, you're going to preach for me today. And he stirred him up at 75 years old. Haggai said, you, you've let the house of the Lord fall down. We need to build again. Our children are dependent on it. We've got a future ahead of us. What about it, guys? God is worth us building the house of God for. And when they built it, the 
the old men were standing there. Some of them were in their 80s or 90s. And they were looking back and crying and saying it ain't like it once was. And the young men were crying. And they said it's better than we've ever known. Because they were born in captivity and they never seen yesterday. But they were glad to see God's presence in their midst. Do you not realize, friend, that today is the day of your visitation? You've only got today. This is the day the Lord's made. It ain't like it once was, and it never will be again. But you're building the memory for your children and grandchildren. And they are going to go into the future with what we have in the past. I believe you're right, Miss Joyce. And what Joy and Greg said, it's sad. The shape of our society and the shape of our homes. The reason our homes are in the way that they're in is because there's not been a teaching given to it. And as goes the home, so goes the church. And as goes the church, so goes the nation. And the reason we're in the shape we're in today is because of a breakdown at home. Do you not realize the devil's always been out for the home? He was into breaking up Adam and Eve's home in the beginning. He was into breaking up brothers. Uh, Cain and Abel, he persuaded one to kill his brother. And uh, he's always been into that. The devil's always been out for the kids. Always been out for them. That's the reason we have gender confusion today. And homosexuality on the rise and lesbianism and all of that. That's the reason why we have abortion. It's a sacrifice to Molech. Uh, that's the reason we got those things today. All that was Old Testament. They were, they were uncivilized. Jesus told these people, I visited you. And we look at that and say, well, what about today? He's visited you today. He's been working in me. I was not planning on anything that happened earlier today. I just came to hear him. I'm glad to see people testify, being thankful for each other and loving on each other. Say, I'm glad I'm part of the family. Don't you realize how good God's been to you? He's visited you. Have you been saved? Well, how blessed are you? How blessed are you to know that it's real? Some of you, I see your faces. Brother Jeremy talked to me about some of you that are, that are still lost. He said, how about it? What about it to them? Brother Jeremy and I were talking, and I had just felt the tug on my heart to pray for you again. I see your faces. I want you to know, God, you've been faithful to come. But what about his visitation, the Lord's visitation? He's come around time and again. It's the little things that'll get you in. Little things. It's nothing big. Sometimes Brother Robert would see in a scripture. God will say, come that way. Why did you buy your ticket? Yeah, that's how the Lord works. Little things. I just had a little nudge today just to sing, so I decided I would. I'm glad I did. I feel it working in me. I'm just thankful today. I told my wife right there I come back from here praying this morning. I just, with a tear in my eye, I said, I love you, and I'm thankful for you. I'm blessed. To do you good to count up your blessings. Hey, this past year, the Lord's been good to me. How about you? Even in the spite of COVID and everything else, God's been good to us. 
in here. We're not closed up. Who's that calling in the street? God's been kind to us. He put this little place here. He kept it here. He's provided for us. There's been money enough just to keep the doors open. We support missionaries. God has allowed us to extend our hands out. He's allowed you to take care of me and me go preach to other people at times. I'm glad of that. He's allowed us to allow others to come in and to take care of them and to take up an offering. Help them out. Like with Brother Jose just a few weeks ago. Boy, he was, he was so glad that we helped him out. He said, my pastors that I, the churches I've planted, this business has kept them from working a regular job. They don't know how they're going to make ends meet. He said, God has used Calvary Baptist to help my people in Mexico and the gospel continue. Those little churches that he helped plant by faith, God used you to help keep up. Boy, he's been good to us, has
He's done more than I could ever ask or expect. I remember the days when I didn't know him, and I thought I did. But I remember when he convicted my heart of my sin. And I came to him as he was. And I struggled along. And I remember the time when I got honest with him and he saved my soul. Well, I wasn't looking for that that day. But that was a daily remember for me. I remember a time when I didn't know what was coming in the future, but I just had one word from the Lord. Boom. And I did, not knowing which way I went. But it was just the purpose to bring me to Christ. I remember the days, spending lonely nights and not having answers, struggling in myself, trusting the Lord. And he's brought us all this way. I can't say he's ever done me wrong. He's been good to me. He's been teaching me things. He's still doing the same thing while I'm here. He's blessed me with you, you and me. God's been good to us. And he's put this little group together as a testimony. Boy, do you good to remember and to thank people for who they are to. Well, thank you, Brother John, for your faithfulness. Brother John, Brian, thank you. Thank you, Brother Robert, Brother Dennis, Brother Morton. That's what that's bad to say. That whoever, somebody ever listens to this, we're going James. That's right. I know it's important. Brother James. Yeah, of course. And all of you. All of you. Oh, you've got a special place in my heart. You do. Pray for me. I do. I love you. I look at what God has done. God is the one that put it together. Be who you are. Thank the Lord for what he's done. A year ago, I saw my wife saved. This year, I changed the gear for that. Oh, what a blessing. What the Lord done for you. Don't you realize your time of your visitation? Don't you realize it? The Lord has been close by. Say, but I feel so alone. He's a present help in time of need. Every time I need him, he's there. Every time. I don't see him many times. I get downcast and discouraged. I get downtrodden. I get distressed at times. And I say, Lord, what about it? I don't see nothing going on. But then there's those little windows where the Lord peels it back and he says, this is why I did that and that and that. And then I see your faces and I say, thank God for what he's been doing. Thank God for what he's been doing. Oh, how good God's been to us. Amen. I think I've unloaded my burden on you today. I'm just glad of what God sent. He's been good at the Calvary Baptist Church. Yes. This past month, just with Sermon Audio, England listened to sermons that we put on 137 times. Pakistan and other places around the world been listening to what God's blessed this little place, a little hole in the road. He's blessed us. And all we're doing is just trying to put it out there for others to, to get a hold to. How good God is. How good he's been. Boy, he's been good to us, hasn't he? If you would, let's stand together.
God's visited you, all of us here. It do you good to remember what God's done. I don't really feel a need to have an invitation of any kind. I just ask you, is your heart clear? Has the Lord been good to you?